Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to 3XP, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duga Hobbies. How you doing today, Nick? I'm doing well, Jake. I'm doing really well. In fact, I've been having a pretty busy day, but it was all good. Getting further along in my home construction project and buying my new home and all excited about that so just those little things are starting to add up and uh getting further into it so nice nice i know you said you had contractors going in and out throughout the last couple weeks oh Uh, yeah so it sounds like the ball's rolling pretty pretty good on that project yes it is (laughs) it's uh, i can't wait but the best part is we'll have to well the the craziest part is we'll have to move out Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so we're doing a lot of remodeling. Major renovation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so nice. it'll be well, worth that, it. That's, yeah, definitely. It sounds cool. I'm happy for you. Uh, can't wait to see the final product. Yeah, I can't wait to have you over here for it. Nice, yeah. How about you? How was your day? Uh, it was all right. You know, uh, holiday week for me at work, so less less hours. But really, I just got home from uh, our local shop's uh, tournament that we run every week. It went well. I um, you know, the normal people that are up at the top um, were doing well. Um, I think there was 10 people, and it ended up being a four-way tie for the three-in-ones. Ryan almost won his very first tournament, um, but just missed out on the on the dub at the end. So, but so there was four of us, like I said, that tied, technically. So we all got six packs instead of the like the winner getting getting the normal eight at the local shop. You know, and you know how my poll rates are probably one of the worst in our local group. Yes. <laughs> There's no one better. <laughs> There's no one worse at getting pulls yeah. than you. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, in the past, I open a booster box, get seven pulls, and, like, Charlie, or one of our locals, pull, like, 10 or 11 out of a box, like, right next to me. I'm like, oh, jeez. And this kind of stuff happens to me all the time. Not today. Oh. Today, six packs, first pack, Charizard VMAX. Oh, nice. Second pack, Eternatus V. Wow. Third pack, Caesar V. Uh, the full art, but he, who cares about him? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was pretty happy. I mean, we all kind of tied for first, but I feel like today I, I was the winner there. And it was a, a little more gratifying because everybody always gives me grief uh, locally for pulling garbage. And then I was like, huh, the garbage will do today. <laughs> the garbage will do sometimes. And hey, that's good to hear. I'm glad yes. you finally, I wish I could finally get back out there. Yeah, one day, hopefully. Yep. But speaking of the garbage will do. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about this garbage. We'll see. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of Sanacana today, huh? Yep, let's bring in the let's bring in fighting. You know, we're gonna get into that deck that is kind of getting the news all going around. If anyone's seen the, the videos and the the lack of ADP tournament, um, so it was it was definitely a uh, we're we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Right now, I want to kind of talk about Sandaconda in general. It, you know, okay. I what I want to really say that this deck is is it's not Sandaconda. It's not an, actually a Sandaconda deck. It's a Colossal deck. Okay. Co- All right. That's the first and foremost. Um, this deck is centering around your energy placement. You know, your energy genera- generator is that Colossal. 
when I first started doing this deck, I was crazy enough to think all oh, I can just you know get two of them out there, only put fighting in my deck, and not have to worry about the fire aspect. And that was my own fault in learning that kind of energy, that kind of placement, and you know figuring out the game at the same time. Mm-hmm. But as the as I started playing this more and more, I I, I could tell you, Jake, I've played. Sanaconda online and I actually have everything from my online and my offline decks the same um, I've probably played that mm-hmm. close to 95 times before I did a big change to it and not not happy with it at all definitely on the losing side of uh, definitely a losing deck with like with a um, 60 losses which was Ooh. yeah um and that's just a good Rough. variety of decks out there too and that was before darkness ablaze and then after darkness ablaze uh and so not on the end now i take that some of that was learning first first of all I, you know yeah, i'm never yeah. expecting a deck to go perfect there but um you know yeah the, especially I mean, you're 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 still somewhat newer to the game you're still learning new a new deck so there's always going to be some growing pains there. Right. Um, do you feel that those 60 losses were due to just pure lack of, uh, or at the at least at the beginning, uh, lack of knowledge of the deck? Or do you think it was just the overall archetype of the of the uh, Colossal uh, engine? Uh, I, I think it's a mix, actually. Um, you know, and part of that is that you are relying on getting to that stage two as fast as possible. And once you get to that stage two, you're, you know, you have to get the energy down. And then, you know, a card like Sanaconda, a Pokemon like Sanaconda is discarding that energy uh, mm-hmm. off of you right away. So originally, one of the things I was doing is I, I played four recycles in the deck. Uh, okay. Reci- yeah, and that recycle energy was a big bonus for me. I probably had a, you know, I started to get an upswing in my wins that way. I was pretty happy about that for sure. But at the same time, I was like, this is just not enough. It's not fast enough. If I was stuck out there and not being able to generate my my colossal engine, then I was relying on Sandaconda's first attack, being able to take a. a energy from the discard pile fighting energy and putting it into onto him to make up mm-hmm. for that and to accelerate that even more i started putting uh aurora's energy in there and that kind of that change was that you know like now i got a lot of energies and i'm taking away like i actually i ran no bosses orders at one point in it because i was trying to i was trying everything which you know again was just like what am i doing here as as I started improving with the deck and realizing certain things, you know, I, you know, I've seen that it's not really Sandaconda. Sandaconda isn't the answer here itself. Uh, and this again, this was right before the uh, Darkness Ablaze, and I knew Eternatus was coming, and I know fighting would be great against that. But I I started throwing in double. And yeah. And that's when I went on a pretty good win streak with him. So I would basically bait with Sanaconda out there mm-hmm. and set up du- uh, uh, a double. Yeah, and... they probably don't expect that coming, especially uh, in a in a fighting deck. They they kind of assume it's going to be fire and uh, fighting with the colossal engine, and not so much the colorless. Right. Of that double. Right. And you know, so that that double was great. 
losing, you know, you get to that low vic, you know, low victory card count and return fire. That revenge blast is awesome. So, yeah. um, I think you heard me even say, it. I was, I was saying, call me hop. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think that's actually a really good transition here into, all right. So that deck that everyone's talking about, Santa Conda wins a tournament. Um, that was, that was big news. You know, I think that's really great. That player obviously did really well. I did not happen to catch the name of the player or the uh, player ID tag. Um, but, you know, every all, this was everywhere, I think. And we were all talking about mm-hmm. it locally, just what that yes. means and everything. And I, I was I was like, OK, I got to take this over. So this past week I played. Oh, let me count this up. Another 35 games since that. Since, since I the saw, tournament since that tournament came out and I saw the entire deck and I was able to re- replicate it this is still not a Santa Conda deck <laughs> yeah yeah it's still colossal but it's actually a colossal Cramorant deck that card is such a great addition to this d- deck and I used beat catch before and that really accelerates you but I believe he runs four of them in his deck for a good reason that spit yeah. shot is awesome out there oh yeah definitely especially I mean, if you're re, re recharging it quickly right right if you get the double engine going on you're set like the it, 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 you only really need you only really need one when you start running fire and and fighting because that two energy gets placed and even santa conda you just pick one fire and one fighting and then it comes back and you'll always have at least one fighting on him uh and you're able to continue doing sand blast or sand breath and you know you're you're gonna do great damage and it it has it has a strong stance but i'll tell you what my my win streak started off high Mm -hmm. and went and as the week goes on i get is getting worse and worse everyone's figuring out how to play against this deck yeah that just leads me to actually want to say why this deck won the tournament and why it was we're we're on this hype train of fighting it's because without the adp eternatus was everywhere this deck was a hard counter to to the eternatus i think in the top eight i think i heard something like there was four four to six eternatus so yeah. it, was, it was just running rampant and and hard countering what was the meta without the ADP, the lack of ADP. So that leads me to ask, was this kind of a fluke or is this uh, Colossal slash Santaconda Cramorant build a super hard counter to the meta deck right now? Um, or was it more of a just it's a split. kind of lucky run? I don't okay. think I don't think there was luck involved. You have to play this deck well. There's there's decisions you have to make when when I was playing this in terms of, you know, when do you beat catch? When do you when do you switch? When do you want to get either the Santa Conda or the Camarant out there and being do, out there doing damage? Uh, so there, this is not an easy deck. It's not very straightforward. There's a lot of you, you're going to second guess yourself with it. Yeah. Uh, which is the tough part. Now against Eternatus, it makes sense. Just get Santa Conda out there, let him do all that damage. He's going to take out Eternatus. But I went, I went four and zero against Eternatus the first time I built this deck. Oh wow! Just straight up playing it. I have not won a game since against Eternatus. And how many since that uh, first four wins? Another six games. So I'm four and six 
against Eternatus right now. And all mm-hmm. is is the Eternatus players that go, oh, you have Santa Conda? Cool. I'm just going to keep Eternatus down on the back here. Yeah. And they keep – and they'll V-max them up, and they'll have two or three ready to go. And they're messing with you with either poison or they're just letting you take zigzagoons out and you don't care. Uh, yeah. You know, they don't, they don't care at all. And then as soon as your Sandaconda's out there they'll and they can attack it, they switch, they do enough damage, they take Sandaconda out. And that's with Grape Kate, you know, they, they, there's enough, they, they have enough ways to figure out Sandaconda, no problem. You have to be, you have, to, I think you have to be fitting four bosses orders in there to now, yeah. which is yeah. not easy you know it's it's tough that like i i typically play two to three i'm not sure about you but mm. um f- being forced to put four down on the board is kind of frustrating uh you know yeah, cause that, that's you. room that's room out of the deck that you kind of need for other things and this deck already requires a lot of trainer cards just to build the engine up yeah yeah so i since this tournament i've been playing on the ladder and i just actually got basically every card i need for the eternatus i haven't played the santa conda version but i did play the on the eternatus side versus santa conda uh four separate times since this tournament um and i went four no like uh, the first uh four against it and as the eternatus player it seems like once you get your engine running and you get your bench up um, and that deck usually uses four bosses so even if you get a santa conda ready to go you can kind of just boss it and kill it and the same thing with the Cramrats. You you see the threat out there on the bench that he's trying to come at, up next turn to one shot the uh, the Eternatus. But you just if you get the bosses with enough of the draw power with you know with the Crobats and whatnot, it seems pretty consistent that you can get that boss out there to take out the threat before it before it charges up completely. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's what I saw. That's exactly that's exactly right. And it it was kind of. You know, it was it, I had I was so hopeful for this deck because <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to get fighting. I really wanted fighting to be a thing, and and then just to kind of go, ah, uh, oh no, this isn't working right now. But Jake, I got I gotta tell you though, I I have hope for this deck still. Okay. In, in a different way. And you tell me why. Okay. It is probably great to be a one of the fewest rare mixes of fire and rock out there okay you know not many decks you think well i i you know should i mix it i think you can actually do some good out there it's the finding the right combination that's going to be tricky mm-hmm. uh the the player that won the tournament ran nine tails uh great call you know you get that nine tails it only needs that uh, one fire that shapeshift attack that can be a quick switch of damage especially you know if you're you're facing you know a, a metal deck all of a sudden uh mm-hmm. and you can you can hit brave blade on someone uh those are that's a lot of bursting damage really quick out there so nine tails is another good call um i've been put hyperion Hy- Hy- hyperion right mm-hmm. on in there uh that has that energy destruction capability that energy disruption and that has been extremely helpful too uh so i try to avoid santaconda really with it okay but again i think you can find this interesting combination of a couple other ones that uh, uh fighting or fire that only really need one or two fighting of either of those 
energies and you can build them up real quick and being yeah. able to do that the, doing the big damage that they need to again you still have camera in this deck and that spit shot you're going for those uh Dedendes that are out there you're going for the bench pokemon which is funny when i played decidueye i only played decidueye a few times um I hit. I kept hitting the bench the entire time, and so mm. the one game I did lose to Decidueye, my opponent realized what I was doing with Camry and then just didn't put just, any. Yeah, po- stop playing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the play. You just keep that. You keep that Decidueye in the active, and great. You knocked out five other Pokemon, but now you can't knock me out, so I just win. Right. <laughs> I did. I did scare him. I put Jirachi out there. And with mm. a great cape <laughs> and, and, and got Jirachi to be able with to attack because I still had one Aurora's energy in this deck. desperation <laughs> it was it was out of uh, uh, complete desperation uh, but That's awesome. I, I do want to say even with the new version though I only beat ADP one time and you saw that match <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I was actually just about to ask you like it, it, it's it's supposed to do well against the turn of this it seems to be 50-50 at best, uh, at least with the R limited testing. Um, but the ADP matchup, not good. Not good at all. One in one in twelve. Holy uh, crap! Y- yeah, it, it just I and you saw I got lucky that my opponent misplayed. It was yeah. just yeah they they were messing around because they knew they had such a big lead and then I made a quick couple turns with a couple bosses in there and ended up yeah. winning that and they were like uh oh uh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> But yeah, you can't underestimate. Even if it's a uh, a deck that you're supposed to beat at a high rate, you still can't underestimate or play around with your opponent. That <laughs> you probably deserve that then. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I I do want to say though that Sandaconda is not the Pokemon of choice. I believe in this deck, the Colossal Cramorant engine is pretty powerful. Uh, it's just tough. It's not an easy win. I believe there will be a player out there who will make something strong of it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to put this... And the version that won the tournament and the versions that I've been playing with it, I want to say that... Um, I, I want to say it's like a B-plus deck. It's still very mm. competitive, but... Okay, so you're putting it at the same level as uh, the Sandy Scorch that I rated yeah, last week. Yeah, and the only reason, again, is just because I believe you can... Do some good. You you can you can still do a lot out there. Okay. Okay. Um, you can if you if your opponent doesn't not doesn't know how to handle you or handle this deck at all, uh, they you know you're gonna you can take an easy win. But mm-hmm. if they have experience and if they kind of know what to expect a little bit, their their strategy will change and they'll 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 take over the match no problem. Okay. So do you think anything with the Champion's Path and the Vivid Voltage coming out uh, can improve this deck? Uh, The one card that comes to mind to me is the Lucario V. Yeah, I actually really like the addition of Lucario. I'll say it again. This isn't a Sandaconda deck. This is a Colossal deck. Lucario will fit in there no problem at all. And, you know, with with that engine, you can get going pretty quickly. So... That flexibility, and I, I do look forward to the next couple releases, mm. that will impact this deck. We're not going to see the end of Colossal at all, uh, just for how efficient it can be out there. Okay, so the future is bright for fighting still, even though it's a little underwhelming when we thought maybe it could be a little uh, ahead of the meta at this point, but 
it still seems to be the future is looking good to them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. I, so I, we... I, I want to note one interesting matchup that I did see when I was playing this, and this has nothing to do with my deck at all. Um, I saw a really good player, and they made the adjustment real quick against me with Camerant because I was sniping his bench uh, and took it off. The uh, stage two obstagon 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 yeah obstagon yeah uh the obstruct attack that whole deck was focused around it it threw me for a loop i just never expected that at all uh i thought i thought i was seeing decidueye and Ah. yeah i was i was like wow this is this is really good and i couldn't do anything to it for a while it was just yeah yeah. that deck uh became pretty well when a Sword and Shield base first came out. Uh, everybody was running Obstagoons. Uh, and then all these VMAXs started to become more popular, so it kind of faded. But then uh, with the addition of the Decidueye, it's kind of like they're, they're a good match, uh, so they, they're they flexible in their matchups. Right. And you would think that's why... You would think that advantage of having not to really evolve anything other than your Stage 2, um, mm. you know, your Colossal up, would be big. But, you know, you have to all of a sudden take him and put him out there and finish off with Noobsagoon who who's doing 90 damage and you know it takes four energy minimum just to get that deck attack to be effective out there yeah now another thing you could do um in that matchup if you play it again is bosses that obstagoon to the bench and then knock it out there yes and that's that's exactly what i was doing which is why my opponent only put one uh, yeah, one uh, one one of them out there. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the Eternatus uh, matchup. We talked about the ADP matchup, um, and some of the off the wall um, Decidueye Obstagoon. Uh, is there any other uh, meta decks that this that this deck or archetype at least does well against? Uh, definitely Electrical Toxicity. Stood no chance against it. I, I wrecked it. I, I went 4-0 with a new version of it, and prior to that, I think I only lost to it one time out of all those other games, so I was never really scared of it when I as soon as I saw what was going on. I think my, mm-hmm. especially with the newer version with the Slowbro V out there, you know, they, they, they don't really get a chance to attack with that, so they're kind of stuck with they have to put their electricals, and so you're, you're just fine. Uh, yeah, so electrical, you're, you're you probably have the biggest advantage uh, actually against. Okay. So the Vika Volts and, and the Toxtricities of the world at the moment, we're probably going down, down the road is not going to like it. Um, I can imagine the Pikachu V max, not going to like it either. Right. Right. The Vika Volt never, I never even, it just, I don't even really remember those matches because you know, they're trying to discard your energy and you're like, well, I just generate enough return. Mm-hmm. You you have to be cautious though that you can't play against electrical one. You're not really relying with Cramorant now, which is fine because you, you Sandicon yeah, is actually, at full he, strength. He, yeah, actually Cramorant just doesn't like that at all because he's weak to it. So yep. So is there any other decks that um kind of hard counter it that you've been if you've encountered a Torkoal deck was really annoying. I I. With the new version, I was never fast enough against the the. I faced it was a very similar Torkoal deck three times in a row. I never was able to get it off against it. Uh, I, so I was 0 three against that. But okay. Uh, otherwise, no. This is you know against the other ones. 
That's why I say it's this it's this B plus deck uh, at best with okay. with the Santa Conda. I mean that surprises me. I thought it uh, just going into when we were talking about going over this archetype. I thought it would be like a uh, in the C range. Um, you know, aside from the Eternatus matchup, um, but you're, you, it sounds like it's still viable in the meta aside from ADP, basically. Right. So, is there any other tech cards that you uh, feel that's necessary for uh, for your deck? The tech card that I had to run differently from the one that was in the tournament was Milo. Oh. It- I did see you running that on that one matchup, and I was definitely wondering why, because it seemed like an odd inclusion to me. Well, it's interesting. So Colossal needs that energy in the discard pile, okay? And the other player who won the tournament ran Hapu from, I believe it's in Cosmic Eclipse. It's in an older set, uh, and I didn't have it, so I really wanted to build it. And basically, you're trying to get certain cards into your discard pile as fast as possible, those fighting and fire energies. So Milo's great for that because, you know, there's that time I actually had this these interactions where I had Milo or a professor's research and I'm sitting there with the very next turn, I can just do a quick evolve to Colossal with rare candy and he's in Mm -hmm. my hand and I don't want to get rid of uh, everything with a professor's research. So I use Milo instead and I get rid of those energies and they're in there and they're sitting in there for the next turn evolve and throw on to who I need it to. So that adaption is really nice. And then I actually was getting other cards that were super helpful. So you're, you're pulling four. You're not getting as many as Professor's Research, so it's not a full hand restart. But yeah. you being able to get a couple more cards or even having just more cards in your hand in general just to you know get, get through your deck a little bit faster was super helpful. Other times, I've used it just for one card i didn't want to discard two because it's up to two so that was a big advantage because i might have already one i might have like three fighting in my discard but i need that fire in there to take a full advantage of colossal so uh, and i had it in my hand i'll just throw that in there uh yeah yeah. i i want to make a quick note though i thought it was interesting um most people are running this with trainer's court because uh, of the discard pulled out, you need you need to have you know if you need to place one more, get that three energy burst in one turn mm-hmm. with the engine. Uh, the other one I thought was pretty funny was to see when my fire opponent would put down big hearth. And, yeah, yeah. And so I could take great advantage of that, and like again, I comboed that with Milo, and so. I'd pull two fires out, discard both fires right away, because you're, you're really not placing those fires all that much. You're trying to place fighting as your yeah. a, as your energy drop. And then I just get four free cards uh, and without having to get rid of my whole hand, too, from, like, like a professor's. But Yeah, seems yeah. like a good deal, a good trade-off. Yep. I do suggest uh, two to three, maybe, uh, two to three capes of toughness. You need that in there for sure that's going to help prevent a couple one shots and that's about it you know like i there's the decks out there and i'll put a link in the the episode to the tournament winners deck and you know i suggest building it from there what you have versus what he has uh and then my again, suggestion is if you don't have hapu um the one that discards 
uh, put in Milo instead. It'll get the same effect, and it's an easier card to obtain. And you I think heard it. it. Yeah, I think <laughs> most people are just trying to get rid of it too. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you heard it here first. Milo is meta. <laughs> hey, looking forward, we might see some of these cards see some good use out there. Whenever I first seen him, I'm like, I will never see this card in competitive play but uh you have proved me wrong duke of hobbies <laughs> hey, i did beat adp one time with it so and you saw there it. we go <laughs> there we go puncher's chance call me little's giants little giants i just need one time yep <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay so now that we've gone over that i do want to pause in the middle of this episode and give a f- couple of code cards uh, away, if that's all right with you, Nick. That sounds great to me. All right. Well, uh, we'll give two away now and then uh, one at the very end of the episode. Uh, so we're going to start here with uh, four V is in Victor, H is in Horse, two L's in Larry, H is in Hippopotamus, Z is in Zapdos, P is in Paul, seven D is in Dog, Y Z D is in dog. So good luck on that one. And then we also have four X G is in giraffe. K is in kite. W K C H is in horse. Y V D T is in Tom seven. And good luck with that one as well. If you get anything good, Please let us know in the comments. All right, Jake. Um, I think there's one major thing that we need to talk about that's coming up uh, pretty shortly. Yeah. Um, that would be the Players' Cup number two. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. This is going to be my first Players' Cup uh, that I'll be involved in. Yeah, same here. Um, on the Players' Cup one, there were some issues where it was kind of an unfair balance on who would be able to qualify over others. In the, in the first one, you were it was just based off of your tournament tokens that you had. And if you had a bunch already stored up uh, when this event popped up, you were in a very big uh, advantage spot because all you'd have to do is spam you know, tournaments. You, you can get hundreds of tournaments in compared to a, a player that's newer they would only have maybe 20 or so saved up and there's no chance, even if they won all their tournaments, that they would ever compete to be able to advance. Uh, but Pokemon has fixed that issue as far as I know. It sounds like uh, it's a little bit more even. Yeah, that's good to hear. I, I, I do want to note for newer players who are unaware or if this is your first time, um, make sure you set up your Pokemon Play account before September 21st. Get all that linked up together with your, you know, online and everything. Uh, and that's true. I'll even give a shout out to the uh, uh, video game players. You have to have that linked up to your Nintendo account. So uh, mm-hmm. get get all that set up. Make sure you're in there because if you're if you're good to go, I believe you get 50 uh, tournament tickets. Yes. Yes. So if you register. Um, like I said, this one is fixed. So if you register, everybody gets the same amount of tickets at the start. So everybody's on an even playing field, uh, and you have to do well in your tournaments. And you don't have to. And it's not like you just spam and you're guaranteed to get in. Everybody's on the same field, so it makes it more even, I guess. Nice. 
so Jake, what do you think you're going to run during this time? I, I'm still on the Inteleon train. Um, I'm liking the matchups against all the top meta decks. Uh, it, it does well against Eternatus because I run the energy denial. If he's not able to get off his attacks, he can't hurt you if he doesn't shoot at you. There's been multiple games on the ladder and in real life where I had I had my um, my Frostmoth set up and I had two uh, two Intellions on the board. He's charged up. He knocks something out. I come back up, uh, either Crushing Hammer, one of those energies away, Team Yell Grunt, uh, and then on top of his, uh, his Snipe Shot, where it just removes energy. At that point, he goes from two energy to zero energy, and then he's basically stuck. Um, that's happened like five times, and basically my opponent is conceded because they haven't seen a way out that being said it has a good matchup against adp to at least a 50 50 with for the same reasons uh even if you get ultra creation off uh you just remove those energies and then he's kind of stuck right right i think the i i can't even run adp at all so i'm not even uh gonna attempt anything close to that but i do run yeah. i i will be running most likely my lucario uh zycant deck so oh. go going metal but uh, I just the combination there I, is something I, I enjoy the most right now. So that's probably what I'm leaning towards. Now, are you going to add the new uh, bronze on tech, uh, tech into there to avoid the fire matchup? Uh, no, probably not. Actually, I'll probably stick to the the kind of the build that I have, just because it's more ultra defensive in terms of, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm still attacking enough. Yeah. I, I, I feel good about my against fire matchups. I haven't seen a lot of Hound Dooms, but I do face up against a, a quite a bit of still the tag team, Charizard, yeah. Rasharm, and I could still just recover nicely from there if I pull off the... Uh, it's Again, it's a timing battle. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's probably what I'm leaning towards too. Well, I hope to... I don't play you. Because <laughs> uh, that's a... A bad matchup. Uh, my damage output will not do much to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why we. Yeah, we definitely we we talked a lot about that in the uh, the first episode. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that just about wraps it up. Um, I do want to give one more code away uh, for anybody that's actually listening, and hopefully they pull stuff. Um, let us know if you like this code giveaway, or if it's a little too much for a. Um, podcast or not i know a lot of people might be listening to this on their car ride to work or uh home and might not have the opportunity to to you know get that code as easy as they would on like a, a youtube video or whatnot but yeah just let us know yeah let us know we can we have a lot of different ways so we got twitter we got youtube we got twitch uh, we're trying to give out as many prizes as possible and this wouldn't be you know with you know, without everyone's support and feedback. So, you know, this is, we really appreciate everyone here. Yeah. And definitely, we just want to give back and get all of you guys as much cool stuff as possible. So, the last code I have for you guys today, um, let me read this off here, is 4 B is in boy, L is in Larry, J is in Jake, Z is in zebra, P is in Paul, K is in kangaroo, Q is in Quinn, 6. W seven G is in draft seven. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. Again, let us know what you uh, what you get from that. 
Thank you again for listening to Triple P. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. You can leave us a comment or question on Twitter at PitPokeyPod or on the Triple P Facebook page. We also stream box openings online and live play at twitch.tv slash Duke of Hobbies. There you can earn TCGO codes and more. If you have made or know any Pokemon artists, send us a message and we will feature an artist each episode. Gotta catch them all.